Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're going to be talking about Taskmaster, and I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad, and this is our last request, so if you want to hear us talk about a specific character that we've never talked about before, uh, leave us a comment. And this is Brandon, or a character that we've already talked about and got updated. That's not as exciting. Still think. And I'm Steven. <laughs> uh, the gang's all together. Uh, and uh, we're here to talk about Taskmaster, eventually. But before we do that, I want to know how everybody is doing. How, how, how are you doing, Steven? Well, I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm back from South Carolina. So, exciting stuff happening. So. I'm glad to hear that. I'm, it sounded like you had a crazy long trip, like uh, and a, a drive that you had to do last week. Yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Yep. I drove all the way from Charleston, South Carolina, to Cleveland, Ohio, in one go. Ugh. Not something I do all the time, but it's necessary sometimes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you made it no problem. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and... Uh, you don't have to answer right now, but I do want to know what your take on the character we covered last week is. Okay, the, who would that be? Magic. That got it. It was magic. That magic. There we go. I I could not think of it in the moment. <laughs> I I actually know. I actually knew who it was. I just was trying to stump Fred. You got me. <laughs> Dad got it. I haven't thought about her for a week. Well, uh, I want to know what your take is on her, but we can you can think about it and put together your thoughts. Uh, sure. Brandon, how are you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. No real complaints. That's good. How are you doing, Brad? Uh, I'm doing good. I forgot to mention this before we started recording, but I'm unavailable to record next week, so I think we're going to skip an episode. Oh, no. Okay. Actually, I'm... You know what? So am I. And it's because of Christmas. Uh, yeah. uh, we're going to take a Christmas break. Is that also for New Year's Eve? I could record on New Year's Eve. I could okay. too. I might not be able to, but I will let you guys know. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so we're taking a week off for Christmas, everyone. We're letting you know now. Uh, we did a tournament. Uh, yesterday, the folks here in who who live in Charleston, and uh, we'll cover that in the near future. But before we do that, uh, the, I know that there is a tournament coming up next year in January. I believe it's January twentieth. Is that correct, that, Brad? That's correct. Yeah, January twentieth in South Charleston. Uh, it will be a normal MCP tournament, uh, and. Unfortunately, it will not be an MCP tournament. Yes, it yes it what? will. Yes, it will. You changed it already. Yes, it is an MCP tournament. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, it'll be an MCP tournament instead of a guild ball tournament, which is what we were trying to gear up for, because uh, the the person who would really most benefit uh, is going to be out of town. That's gonna that was that's our friend Andrew. He was going to be 
the person who most wanted to play some guild ball, and he will not be in town, which is just yeah, it's just tech. Nah, just scheduling didn't work out. Uh, it it might be that, that Michael wants to play guild ball more than Andrew, but Andrew would be a close second. Oh, okay. Well, uh, that is also the weekend that LVO is happening, I believe. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. it is. And our own Steven is going to be attending. That is correct. Yeah, I, I'm I'm rooting for you, man. You're gonna. I hope that you, you go up there and show everyone that we can kick some butt. Well, I'm. That's not my intended purpose. Uh, first co- time going to a very large convention like that. Um, so you know, it's more for the experience. Um, and to tell you the truth, instead of the um, the big qualifier event and then the big you know, take it all tournament. I'm actually more interested in doing timelines and that's what I'm preparing for. I've got 11 more models to paint. Okay. Uh, Okay. Uh, Do you want to talk about, uh, like, don't go through everything that you're going to play, but do you know what, what affiliations you're going to do? Or if you don't want to tell, you don't have to. No, 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 that's fine. I'm going to, with the limited pool of characters, it makes it quite interesting building. So, this is a work in progress, but one of the lists that is definitely set is um, I'm going to do an X-Force Avengers list because uh, Cable, um, Wolverine, and Deadpool crossover very, very well. Um, and the original Sabretooth benefits from Cap's leadership very, very well on his spender, so that's one. Um, I'm going to do uh, Web Warriors with Defenders, but I'm also adding She-Hulk because there's enough to splash in A-Force if I need to. And then I'm doing Spider-Foes and Criminals. So, Okay, nice. Uh, that sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Did you say Spider-Foes and Criminals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, so is that MODOK 2 that you're going to bring? And, cl- the- and Claw. And Claw. Oh, and Claw. Okay. Right. Now, the only thing I haven't decided is if I want to do a Hydra splash in that in that last one. So I'll figure that out as I'm painting. Okay. <laughs> so. who, who would be the the Hydra leader? Would oh, just, be... Stru- just Strucker. Strucker. Okay. Just take along Strucker and Zola. So. Okay. Well, that but sounds like that sounds interesting. Those are some... that's my that's my weird science faction list. <laughs> yeah. For your sake, Stephen, I hope that there are enough people to play timelines. I do too, but if not, I'll have enough models that I can garner up some people to. I, I mean, play anything. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'll yeah, have almost have, forty models. Yeah, you'll have plenty of stuff to play, but like, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of faith that that timelines event's going to actually happen. Yeah, but. You know, if some of us are forceful enough, um, maybe it will. You know, maybe maybe it's only four people. Heck, that'd be okay with me. You know what I mean? Just to I, try it out. Just to. It's not made for four people. It's made for 32 plus. I understand, but we can all play timelines list is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can play with the list. It may just not be a full. So. Event. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm more interested in. So. 
but well, anyway, enough about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm break a leg up there. Like, make sure have some fun. And Fred, I'm excited I, to hear what you what the takeaway is from timelines. Afraid I would get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's move on to games that we've played recently. Uh, so we played a tournament. Uh, Brandon, Brad, and I. Uh, along with Borka, Jared, and our, our, our friend Aaron, who hasn't really been playing all that much, but he has played before. Uh, and it was a pretty good tournament. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it went three rounds. And uh, let's do it round by round, so it's not just one person talking for a long time. Uh, so my first round, I brought... Uh, my, my roster was Spider-Foes. And my first fight was against Jared. And Jared, I was pretty sure, was going to drop Hulk on me uh, with his Guardians of the Galaxy. And so I figured that my best bet with uh, uh, with Spider-Foes into Hulk is to try and play a game where I'm going to kill Hulk. So I played with Green Goblin as my leadership. Uh, I played Green Go Goblin... Uh, oh my goodness, who else did I play? Uh, Craven the Hunter. Uh, and, so, oh man, this game is falling well, out of my brain. Well, what point value did you play at? Do you remember played, that? You also played, um, you played Goblin, Craven, Rhino. That's correct. I played Rhino because it was, um, uh, deadly legacy virus. Well, anyway, my takeaway from this game is that even with Green Goblin's leadership, I had a lot of trouble dealing with Hulk. Hulk basically just walked in and beat everyone to death. That's what Hulk does. I did end up taking out uh, Peter Quill, and I had almost taken out hulk by the end of the game but hulk basically was an unstoppable force for against me during this this fight i could not deal with him even trying to focus in focus attacks on him i couldn't i couldn't take him out so oh, you, you also play cosmic ghost rider oh that's right this is where i played and cosmic bullseye. ghost rider and bullseye was your last model yeah yeah uh cosmic ghost rider a ton of fun and very good like extremely good but uh he still was not able to finish off hulk which is unfortunate uh and uh, i remember now jared was also playing cosmic ghost rider so we were having a cosmic ghost rider off uh his was weirdly without a psychosis token for most of the game like he rolled real bad and i wasn't attacking him so he ended up without a, uh, a psychosis token for most of the game and ended up scoring a bunch of points because of it. So, oh well. But uh, it was a good game, and Jared won pretty handily. I believe the final score was 17-8 to eight or something like that. Uh, but that's my first round. Someone else talk while I pull up Longshank so I don't have this awkward uh, not knowing everything off the top of my head go ahead brandon brandon uh i played borka 
in round one. I played defenders. He played Avengers. Um, what did we play? We played demons as the secure. Our extract was cubes. We played at 17 points. I played um, Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Hulk, Wong. Yeah, uh, he played Cap, New Captain America, Hulk. Wolverine? Oh, let me do some math. And a three-pointer. Who's this three-pointer? I don't remember whose three-pointer was. Um, it was it was an alright game. Um, I feel like we both played really well. He could he had a chance to steal some points, and uh, I could not roll dice to save my life on both attacks and defense. Um. I got to a point where I started counting it up, and I think I rolled 10-plus dice attacks like 17 times yesterday and dealt like a total of like 9 damage. So it was uh, it was real fun. The uh, I remembered why I like to play Kingpin in tournaments, because I'm not relying on dice as much. Um, but it was a good game. Um, it, it, it was a lot closer than the score indicated. But eventually the attrition just came out and took over and he was able to kind of run away with the scoreboard. Okay. And uh, how was how was your game, Brad, your first round? Uh, so I played Aaron, who whipped his list together at the last minute from our extra models and... Uh, and played after we coerced him so that we would have an even number. And uh, he was playing A-Force. So we played Alien Ship, Mutant Madman, 18 Threat. He played She-Hulk, Shuri, Storm, Black Cat, and someone who died very quickly. Uh, I played uh, Storm, Ultron 2, Colossus, Domino, and uh, Beast. I had all three alien ships for most of the game. And I had two to three mutant madmen every turn. Um, Ultron 2 is great with Storm as I thought it would be but this was my first time playing it I painted up Ultron 2 the night before the tournament uh, and I won this game 20-8 to 8. Um, I, I did very little damage to She-Hulk That's it. That was that was the game. Okay. Uh I mean th there's been a uh 
this this tournament had, had three lists that had Hulk one, and then a fourth list that had She Hulk, which is kind of the meta right now. <laughs> um, and and, and then so when you go when lists, you're making two other oh, lists that had Cosmic Ghost Rider. that had Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's uh, there's a a very big um, big threat meta right now. I think that's what's going on. Uh, so when you're putting together your roster, remember that you have to think ahead about how you're going to deal with Hulk, what your plan is going to be if you see a Hulk across the table. Speaking of which, my round two uh, was against Aaron. Uh, it was a game of Struggle for the Cube and Demons Downtown. Uh, we did a threat of 17. Uh, I played... Uh, Doc Ock's leadership uh, with Doc Ock, Lizard, Rhino, and uh, uh, two other characters that were much less relevant. Uh, Venom, Venom, who was actually quite relevant. And uh, Aaron was playing She-Hulk, Valkyrie, Shuri, and Ghost Rider. Valkyrie, and this That's game who was, died was really quick. Valkyrie died really quick in our game. Yes. Okay, continue. Well, Valkyrie did not die quick in this game. Valkyrie did a bunch of work. Uh, in this game, I went in thinking that my plan was to kill She-Hulk off the get-go. And so I put every attack I could into She-Hulk early. And that was exactly the right thing to do. Uh, and uh, I had a crazy dice spike with Lizard where Lizard did nine points of damage in one activation just with his attacks. Like, that was a, it was a crazy dice spike that I got on a cold-blooded attack. And I ended up taking out She-Hulk, I think, near the top of round three. And then at that point, I was just so ahead on, on attrition that I w he, he couldn't come back. And in fact, I think that this game ended... This game ended 15 to 12 because I tabled him. And um, mostly because She-Hulk, I think, also kind of whiffed on a few attacks and didn't really do as much as she probably should have while I was rolling pretty hot on, on dice and ended up taking her out. <coughs> so that uh, if you can take out their big important character, that is, that is a good strategy to do. That was my round uh, two. You said oh. Venom was relevant, though. What was his yeah, relevance? Uh, Venom was relevant because he uh, he stood in the back corner and pulled people towards him, and like he was pulling She-Hulk. Uh, uh, not not She-Hulk actually. It was it was Valkyrie really because Valkyrie was. Uh, I had dealt with Shuri, She-Hulk, and Ghost Rider. Like they were all in the fray, and Valkyrie was along the edge just charging in and beating people up and uh she charged in and val and uh venom pulled her to the back point and then beat her down and then i believe he topped and bottomed her like he attacked her at the bottom of of a round and then before he could activate her again attacked her again and killed her this is I mean, what happens when you don't feed Venom and Lizard. They get mad. 
<laughs> yeah, Venom. He did. He did pretty well. As did, uh, I think that my team all did very well in this game. Uh, but that was my second round. Uh, Brandon, what was your second round? Uh, Brad can talk about it. Oh yeah, that was yeah. you two versus each other. Yeah, we um, we were on Hammers Demons Downtown, which is not what I wanted to play on. Nineteen threat. I had Storm and Ultron two. And then, uh, two threes and a four. Psylocke. Psylocke for sure. A hundred percent Psylocke. Um, Colossus. Colossus. Oh yeah, two fours and a three. And then X twenty three. X twenty three. Yeah, Brandon had Daredevil, Hulk, Ghost Rider, and. Beta Ray Bill. Beta Ray Bill. Which was awful. Uh, He stole my hammer. So fun. Psylocke got a hammer. Beta Ray Bill got a hammer. Ghost Rider stole my hammer. And then Hulk got a hammer. So that was not a good start. My Ultron grunts literally never moved off the deployment line and got to shoot twice a turn the entire game. So that's cool. How how did they do? Like, how do you feel like Ultron did in this game? Oh, Ultron was MVP of two out of three of my games. Oh, wow. Okay. And he was a close... This was not the game he was MVP This is not the game he was MVP, but he was a close second. Um, <laughs> so Psylocke took care of Flip Daredevil. Um, Ultron, mostly Ultron, got Ghost Rider while Brandon killed uh, X23 and then S- Colossus and then Storm in that order. Storm and then Colossus. Storm and then Colossus. Yeah, they went. They all went pretty quickly. Uh, Colossus took a lot of hits to keep other people alive. Mostly Ultron, who had two wounds left for several of Brandon's activations. Uh, but Ultron got Ghost Rider, and then Brandon had to make a hard choice of sacrificing Bill. Or Daredevil. I wish he had picked Bill, because then Psylocke would have killed Daredevil. Uh, Daredevil had a big Devil's Deliverance. Uh, And then Ultron got Bill. And you're probably listening to this and thinking, man, Ultron got Ghost Rider and Bill. How is he not your MVP? Because Psylocke rolled up and killed Hulk. Yeah. In an activation. Good for Psylocke. He, he had eight damage on him already, but she did 12 of it. That's that's pretty intense. So <laughs> That's a lot of damage. She had a lot of power on her, and there is no cap for the number of rerolls. Like she has mm. a pay X to reroll X dice on attack and defense, 
and it's not up to a max of three or anything like that. It's just however you, much you pay is how many rerolls you get. Okay. Uh, Psylocke is so good. Uh, yeah. And after, yeah, she is. She's pretty damn solid. After, after I killed Hulk, uh, that locked in the game for me. Uh, ended up 16-13. Okay. All right. Well, that was our round two. Uh, uh, Jared and, and Aaron played against each other, and Jared won 16-3. to no, three. You, you played It was an alien ship. Yeah, you played Aaron. Jared played oh, Borka. Jared, Jared played Borka. I'm, I've opened round three. That's why I messed this up. Uh, Oops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jared played Borka. Jared played Borka. I watched some of Borka this game. Borka won that round. Yeah, it was very close, but Borka pulled it out. Mostly off the strength of, I think, Hulk killing a bunch of people. And I did have a chance in the game against Brad if uh, a 10 dice penance there would have done more than one damage. It needed yeah. to do two damage. Yeah, and it did not. It did that not. is a theme for who, what is going on with your games. Who was that into? Psylocke. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you would have you would have dropped three points. Yeah, that's right. Because that's actually pretty good attack into her because she's got martial artist, but that doesn't work. Yeah, I did pay for rerolls though, so did pay for rerolls. Didn't really need them. I only had like two successes. But it was Stylock definitely showed out and yeah. was also able to move around and get into the right positions at the right times. Yep. I love her. All right, round three, Fred. What was your round, round three? Round three. Uh well my my opponent in round three was Brandon. Uh and Fred talked and to start this out, Fred was talking a little bit of smack before the I game. I was talking some I was talking some smack. I I was saying, hey, I'm going to win this game. I'm going to knock you down. And I did not. I did not win this game. <laughs> uh, it was uh, a pretty brawly fight. Like, it it came... It was a brutal fight. Fight, And I think that Brandon's dice were absolutely terrible. Uh, especially with Hulk. Ghost Rider. Except for Hulk. Hulk exploded every time he attacked. And, and basically killed... killed not, uh, dazed or KO'd a character... Every every activation, um, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, I did end up KOing Hulk in this fight. Uh, I was playing uh, Doc Ock, Green Goblin, and Rhino and Black Swan. This was uh, Paranoia and Demons Downtown. And I had one more character, and I I think it was Lizard. You had Rhino, Lizard, uh, the. Black Swan, Black Green Water. Goblin, and Doc Ock. Yes. And you had uh, uh, it's the same Ghost Rider, Hulk, and uh, Daredevil, and one other person. Uh, this is the same exact list I played against Brad. I had Vader Ray Bill, Ghost Rider, Vader Hulk, Bill. and Daredevil. Yeah. We also played Demon. I played Demons Downtown in all three rounds. <laughs> I, I never did not play Demons Downtown. And the extract we played was Paranoia. Paranoia. Which was fun. Hulk made five attacks. He dazed three characters and KO'd two characters. Yep. It was... Hulk was nuts. Hulk was absolutely bananas in this game. I mean, that's what Hulk does. 
but still. But that's it. Everyone else was doing about one damage an attack. Yeah, including you did three penance stairs in this game, and I think you did a total of three damage across I all did, three penance stairs. On um, all three penance stairs in our game, I did two total damage. I did one damage twice and zero damage once. Yeah, it was it was very. They were very all bad. and they were all ten dice penance stairs. And they were all. I think two of them were against Rhino, who only has two Mystic defense. Yes, two of them were against Rhino. Well, uh, this game ended fourteen to eight. Because he ended up tabling me. Uh, I did. It was actually very close at the end. Uh, it, not actually by by points, but the uh, by attrition. We were both down to two characters. I think that at the end of the game, you had Beta Ray Bill and one other character. Ghost Rider and Beta Ray Ghost Bill. Ghost Rider. And they were both dazed. Beta Ray uh, Bill actually didn't daze. Oh, you're right. I never da- I never got down Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, but I he had... also wasn't very in the fight either. No, he was very much like on the outskirts for most of it, just kind of peeking his head in. And he, um, you had a lot of characters with flight. Um, yeah, I was able to do Beta Ray Bill's two power spender that gave me rerolls on flight. I didn't do really any damage with it, but it felt like the best thing to do. Because he did have a paranoia token, and it was I was kind of just scoring points with him. Yeah, but uh, it, it was relevant against Black Swan. I think he's the person who took out Black Swan. He was the person that he did KO Black Swan. He did yeah. not. He did not daze her, but he did KO her. Uh, what 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 were your thoughts on? Uh, I, I love Black Swan. I think she's great. I think that she's a great four point model. She's not a great five point model, so don't don't bother taking her with the power stone. Um, I I enjoyed her. I thought about it a lot. Uh, it made me, it made me kind of. It's it was it's. I like it in the list because like it, there are matchups where you really can't take Venom because of his weaknesses. Yeah, like uh, this one. Like, yeah, Demons Downtown versus Ghost Rider is probably not really where you want anything to do with a venom a terrible uh, place for venom and a possible beta ray bill it's not at all really where you want to be uh, it, it gets some utility uh, i was really trying to think of like another utility four that would fit in that list really well um but i actually do like um i think that it was a it was a fun little it was a fun pick i think it, it worked out really well and i think uh I don't think anyone's ever thought she was bad. I think no. uh, she's she's yeah. just she's good. I think she's very good in that sort of brawly faction where yeah, she's it's, she's got the strike and the charge. She's got good defenses. Um, I think she would allow you to play specifically the physical pay to flip if you don't already play it. Right, I do. It is in yeah. my list. It's just it's not. Um, but I also think, came up. yeah, she also gives you an option to not be bad on the energy pay to flips. Yeah. Uh, but she also has having. I think she plays better with uh, Goblin because of Midnight Field. I agree. Um, so you can kind of do both. It gives you a little bit more play with Goblin, um, which I thought. Like I said, I, I liked it. She, I think she. F- Messes really good with Green Goblin. You played Doc Ock in this game, mm-hmm. but your other four was was Green Goblin. 
No, and your other Venom. four option to play over her would have been Venom, which oh, would have yeah. been fundamentally incorrect in the Correct. matchup. Okay, well, uh, Brad, what was your last round? I played against Borka, who was playing new Steve Rogers. Uh, we played 17 points, Scrolls and Extremists. This was the championship. This was the, yeah, this is for the, the big prize. He played uh, in his list Cable, Iron Man, and Black Bolt. And I played Storm. Ultron 2. That was my goal for the day, was to play Storm and Ultron 2. Uh, Beast, Domino, and... Beast, Domino... Is that it? I, I don't know. That can't uh... be it, right? There's got to... Maybe it is. No. 17 points. There's another one. There's one more three-pointer. Well. Oh, it's X-23. It's X-23. X-23. Okay. X-23 died very quickly. That's why I couldn't remember her. So his cable did a lot of great work in this is what happened. So cable killed X-23 Mostly killed Domino. Beast went to go support them on that flank. And then uh, Captain America went over there too. And both Beast and Domino ended up dead. His Iron Man set on his home extremist and Storm set on mine. And then Ultron and Black Bolt had a pretty even fight on the other flank. Uh, I dazed him and then he dazed me. And then that was it. That, that was the whole fight over there. Which, two five-pointers fighting, you would hope that that's pretty even. Right? For the balance of the game. So that turned out... But, you would hope. Yeah. It doesn't work out that way most of the time. <laughs> no. Nah, it, it was a pretty even fight. So, um, okay. I was keeping up on points pretty well. Uh, so I had days cable as well and then of course black bolt but he dazed and then ko'd three models so he was so far up on attrition that just the last turn of the game i scored like one and he scored enough to get to 17 points we were like i was one behind him up until then but the attrition finally caught up to me and i lost yeah and, and that means that Borka won the tournament. He did. So I came through for Yeah, Jared won his game, and he was ahead of me. And then the outcome of the Brandon Fred game would determine if uh, Jared got to keep second place or if Brandon won, which he did. Uh, Jared and I tied on every tiebreaker for second place. <laughs> which is hard to do so that was pretty cool yeah that's impressive all because Fred talked a little smack yeah all because I jinxed myself 
Well, that was our tournament, and uh, it was a ton of fun. And thank you very much, Brad, for running it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's super easy to run an MCP tournament if you're out there and you want them to happen. Run them. It's very easy with long shanks. Uh, Steven, do you have any games that you want to talk about? Well, I played one this last Thursday. So, okay. But just one. Uh, I was playing one of our locals, Cody, uh, on our local Thursday night. And um, I ran Kingpin Criminal Syndicate, but I was running Claw again because I figured... I got to figure this character out if I'm going to take him to LVO. And I was also playing our um, our feature today, which is Taskmaster. Um, so we set up and we were on Scoundrels and um, Researcher. And we were playing at 20 points. He was playing Cabal and he brought Malekith, Hulk, Enchantress, and Scourge. Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's bananas. <laughs> I uh, brought uh, Claw, Original Modoc, Kingpin, Hood, and Taskmaster. Interestingly enough, I won the game on points pretty handily, but I almost lost the game because of attrition. So, it, With Hulk and Malekith on the other side. <laughs> But I found out what Claw is really, really good into, and that's the big boys. Yeah. Because once somebody ends an activation within three, he spends three power and he pushes them away. Oh, yeah, you're right. And if you're against the tall list and you're trying to score a researcher and you got big boys, you, I'll... I'll Claw usually has enough power. If he's swarmed by a smaller team, well, that's usually not the case. Like if there's six models around, so on and so forth. But if there's only two models coming into him and he's got some support from, like, say, Modoc or Hood, then he becomes very, very effective. Hmm. So Malekith would come in, charge, hit him with the sword. Of course, Claw has five defense against that, gets extra power, and then... He tries to do it again, and then Claw's like, oh, thank you for the power. By the way, <laughs> go away. So, <laughs> I mean, so I found out the purpose of Claw. He's not very good into littler things, but he's good into the larger things or taller lists because he can keep things at a distance. So, okay. Unfortunately, Ta Taskmaster didn't do too hot. So, um, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he gamma launched Scourge to the point that Taskmaster was at, and they had a fight, and Taskmaster lost that that one pretty pretty handily. So, um, but these things happen. I've only run it once. I I don't I don't think uh, I'm going to put him on the shelf just because of that. Just like Claw, I thought he was bad at first, and then I played him into this this big list. I think. I think Taskmaster has the opposite problem. I think he's very, very good into smaller characters, characters his, you know, of his ilk. But even though Scourge is a, is a three, um, three threat, he does hit really, really hard, hard with that six dice um, physical attack. So yeah, he but, does. You no, know, overall the game went well. I, I, I literally ended up 
uh, Kingpin on one health, Claw on one health. Remember, these characters are all on their injured side, and Modok on two health. So it was Ooh. a very uh, <laughs> it was a very attrition heavy game. He needed <laughs> was... to do four damage more to table you. Correct. Oh, correct. But you ended up winning. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't touch Hulk, Hulk at all. Hulk would come in and hit me. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Go away. Claw makes you go away. <laughs> you know, so. And then Modak was using his ability to move people around, you know, so. Okay. Well, uh, that was our games played. And it sounds like it's been a very busy week for everybody uh, gaming-wise. And I think that that's all that we have to talk about. There's no new news from AMG. There's nothing that's been released that we can talk about. So uh, let's move on to the person that we are covering today. That is Taskmaster, otherwise known as Anthony Masters. His defenses are 3-3-3, threes across the board. Uh, He has six stamina on his front side, but only five stamina on his back side. Uh, He is threat level three. Size 2, and he has a movement speed of medium. And Brad, why don't we go back to our old standby. Uh, why don't you do the first two attacks for uh, this guy? Uh, his first attack's physical, range 2, 5 dice, cost 0. Game power equal damage down, wild bleed. <coughs> his second attack is physical shield throw, range 4, 4 dice, also free. It is now a gainer. Ignores line of sight, and they do not benefit from cover, and has wild ricochet, so he can attack another model within range three of that character, and but only once. He can't keep ricocheting. All right, uh, Brandon, why don't you do the next two superpowers, the 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 last attack and the first reactive superpower there. Are you sure? Is that all you want me to do? Yeah, yeah, that's what I want you to do. Alright, alright. Let me get... uh... So we've got... Mnemonic Technique. It's a range 2, 4 dice, 2 power spender. You add dice to this attack roll equal to the target's physical defense. The target character cannot modify or reroll dice in the defense roll during this attack. And then Photographic Reflexes is the reactive superpower. It costs 2 power. And then after an attack... Targeting this character's resolve, this character may use the superpower. If the attacker is within three, roll four dice. Deal one damage to the attacker for each wild and crit in the roll. And if the attacker has already targeted this character with an attack, this roll roll six dice instead of four. Okay, and Steven, why don't you finish off the card? All right, we have three innate superpowers. The first being intuitive pattern recognition. If an enemy character targets this character with an attack and has already targeted this character with an attack this turn, add two dice to the defense roll. He also has martial artist. When this character is defending against a physical or energy attack, target it from within two. This character adds blanks in its defense roll to its total successes. And last, we have rogue agent. One character with Rogue Agent counts as an affiliated character during squad building. Okay, and that is it for... That is all that's on the card here for Taskmaster. There is a tactics card, but we'll talk about that later. 
Uh, this is our other rogue agent. This is the list, the less known one, the one that's taken far less often, but will probably be taken much more often after the recent errata. Uh, what is everyone's thought on this guy? Uh, wh- what's your thought on this guy, Steven, since you recently played him? Well, <laughs> like I said, I didn't, um, I didn't get to, I didn't get to ride the bike that long. Let's, let's just put it in that, that <laughs> okay. term. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, he, from what you look at on the card and what his rules are, um, he should be serviceable. You know what I mean? He's not outstanding, mm-hmm. um, but he's not a slouch either. So, you know, it's it's one of those things that if you get the right matchup with him, he can be devastating to the other side. But if you get the wrong matchup, uh, he can fold like a wet paper towel. So, yeah. He, he is it, a solid three. That's that's what he's saying. like. He's a three, and it's correct. Right. I think the rogue agent adds a lot to what this card is, too. Yeah, being able to take him and him count as uh, affiliated during squad building is is positive. That's very good. Uh, I I actually have a question with photographic reflexes. His reactive superpower. So it, it, the triggering event is after an attack targeting this character is resolved. Uh, he gets to roll four dice, and he can. Uh, the opposing character takes a damage on a crit and a wild. And then if the attacking character had already targeted this character with an attack this turn, roll six dice instead of four. Uh, I'm just clarifying what that means. That means that if this is the second attack that that character has made against this guy, correct? Yeah, it's not like, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's like a character who punishes an opponent if they can't, if they have to get rid of him, and they uh, weren't able to do it with the first attack, because his defenses go up by two dice, which is actually kind of awesome. No matter what defense it is, it's a five dice defense, which is pretty solid. And it, he has martial artists, so they're, if they're within range two and it's a physical or energy attack, he gets to count blanks. And uh, then if it's the second attack, he can spend two power and hit him back with six dice if uh, doing damage on every crit and wild, which Fred. might be quite a bit if you roll well. Yeah. Have you noticed that that, that reactive superpower is missing a uh, sentence that's very common for this type of ability? Is it this attack can only be done once per turn? Yeah. So he can do it against both of the attacks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I also want to point out that the extra two dice to the defense roll is even better than you're probably giving it credit for. And you're giving it a lot of credit already. Because it mm-hmm. is a very common play pattern to attack someone with a builder to try to get enough power to then do a, a spender with more dice. Yeah. So if they and then do just make getting... the spender, you then just get more defense dice, making that spender mm-hmm. not as worthwhile. 
Yeah, I think that I think you're absolutely right, and and uh, I like that he has six health on his front side. That's much. Uh, he only has five on his back, uh, but six health is pretty survivable if you have three and then five defenses. Uh-huh. And martial uh, as long artist. as it's not a huge guy and martial artist, as long as it's not a huge guy coming into you. Uh, remember, you also have those two dice no matter what range it is. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're not range dependent. Uh, this, uh, this is also one of the best comic to character card adaptations they've done. Like, this is him. Right. Um, the other thing I like to point out is that he's got that sword strike and now a shield throw gains power. And he only has two things to spend power on. Just so his photo- yeah, you're right. His photographic reflexes and the mnemonic technique are going to go off quite a bit, I think. And mnemonic technique is a very good attack. Yeah, because against a lot of characters, that's going to be an eight die spender for two power. And. <laughs> They except can't Mysterio. modify a reroll. <laughs> yeah, yeah, except Mysterio. <laughs> you're not if you're throwing this guy into Mysterio, you've messed up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> One thing um our friend Michael was doing was playing him in uh Doctor Strange Defenders and doing that attack into paying three power and doing it into their weakest defense. Ooh. So like against a rhino for example who was not out at the time he would be rolling eight dice into his two mystic rhino or against only has a three. Oh, he only has a three rhino. sorry yeah right. uh, well, against a carnage he would be rolling nine dice against a one if yeah. he if he did that trick exactly then um, he could do four into two or eight into two yeah yeah there's lots of situations where that was really good yeah that's a a lot of better examples than the one brad tried to go with shut up (laughs) (laughs) okay logan he does eight into two into his mystic that would have been that would have made a lot more sense i just thought rhino had four physical defense because he should he'd be too good with four physical defense. i mean he's good enough rhino is great and if he had four physical defense, he'd be just outstanding. He would be greater. He'd be greater. Uh, we need to talk about several things here before we move on. Uh, so he was recently errated. And the errata uh, is that they added the gainer rule, as in he gains one power every time the attack is resolved onto his shield throw, which is really nice, especially when you get the ricochet off, because that would be two free power no matter if you do damage or not. And at range four, that's, you know, he's going to have targets in range four, probably. It is a really nice little benefit that they gave him. Uh, And with the errata, they also changed Winter Soldier to make him less good. I think they changed his uh, uh, rapid-fire trigger to a wild instead of a hit. Yeah. And... Uh, that slight change on both of these guys is going to make Taskmaster way more playable. They both fit in that rogue agent uh, slot 
which a lot of a lot of rosters like to take. But I believe that ninety eight percent of the time in the past that rogue agent slot was taken up by Winter Soldier because Winter Soldier was just so much better. Not necessarily better than Taskmaster, but just so much more generally useful. Well, there was a time when Taskmaster was better than Winter Soldier. Really? Okay. Before Winter Soldier got the first. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Winter Soldier has been touched a lot. (laughs) And that's why he's so angry all the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah uh oh i think that um this brings both of them into a much like a much closer choice it's not obvious which one is going to get taken in the rogue agent slot anymore and uh i think that i've been sleeping on this character because he's kind of good <laughs> like i'm kind I, of I, impressed by him i think the only I think a lot oh, go of ahead, people. Brad, I'm sorry. I think a lot of people have forgotten about him, and the, the yeah, timing yeah. of this episode is pretty good because we can remind people he exists. <laughs> all yeah, ten, I, I think, all oh. ten people who listen. Yeah, I think I think the one thing that's missing from his card is uh, some sort of action compression. He doesn't have any movement himself, you know. That's outside. Like he doesn't have a charge or a place. Yeah, um, you're right. So, but he, his first get... action always has to be move, or or uh, unless there's someone within range two of him, or four. Yeah, yeah, four. But yeah, so I mean, you can't have everything. I I understand that. So, how many people at the tournament yesterday? Did Borka kill with shield throws off of Captain America? Oh. <laughs> I mean, there there's a difference in that that is Captain America, uh, and this is Taskmaster. It but is still, the same attack. Is it? I don't think it is. It's the it's same not, it's definitely attack. Not. Which Captain America are you talking? It, about? He was playing Captain one. America two, uh, the new one. Which three. does not have the same attack as this. Oh yeah, Captain America three. Yes, yes he does. Is it? It's, it's only, not. The, it's it's not. Three. It's range three, and it has a harder trigger. Okay, so it's worse. It's one more die. One more die. Yeah, one less dice. range and a harder trigger. Except he can always get that trigger if he's playing under his leadership, or usually get that trigger if he's playing under his leadership. He, he did miss the hit wild. against me. You know, well, he has to roll a hit. If he rolls a hit, he can pay a power to get the wild. Yeah, he, oh, okay. So there was once again. Slightly, there was once against me. There was once against me. He didn't get the hit. Uh, it's still, he got like it's four not, wilds, but he didn't get a it's hit. It's not that different of an attack. It's not that different. You are correct. The the, it, the general point that you're making is accurate. And it is the same attack as Sam. And that's the attack he does every time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not because the Sam's has a push on it for size two or less. Uh, okay. I mean, but like. That push is relevant. It is. It, it, it is. But like all of these shield throws are basically the same attack. Like it's a good attack. 
It is. Right. I agree. They gain one power. They ignore line of sight and cover, and they ricochet. Yeah. So yeah, they I have little that... oh, little nuances to them every once in a while. Yeah, I, I think that this attack. Uh, uh, I should say that Taskmaster would also really strongly benefit from the new Captain America's leadership. Like he has a lot of wild triggers on this card as well, and. Being able to, he he will also be pretty swimming in power, as we've stated. He doesn't have a whole lot of ways to spend it, so being able to spend a power to turn uh, a blank into a wild, uh, if you roll a hit, is gonna come up a lot, and will be very beneficial. Well, before we move on to our grade, we need to talk about one tactics card that's associated. Uh, Brandon, did I let you talk enough about Taskmaster? I feel like you didn't talk much on Taskmaster. Did you want to talk, say something? Me and Taskmaster don't get along. I've tried this model so many times, and it just never does anything for me. I feel like it always should be better than it is, and it just never seems to do anything i think it's i probably play play him wrong i feel like you really just need taskmaster to sit on a back point and just shield throw at people and keep up all his powers like and then if someone comes close you can use your spender uh, i think the spender is really good but like otherwise i just feel like this character ends up never doing anything okay okay so uh, that that is fair, and I think that you're probably you're on to something in that he it's what it's kind of what Steven said in that there's no action compression. He doesn't have an ability to move himself. Yeah. He has to be kind of just back and throwing his shield around. But like if you're playing hammers and you can just sit like if you're playing like a hammers even like hammers demons and you can just sit on the back point and throw a five dice shield attack into the middle of the field. It seems relevant. It just feels like never there, quite good enough. There's probably one scenario he's really, really good on. Which one's that? That's, that's intrusions. Oh yeah, being able to hop through with that, mm -hmm. so you just show up within range two of somebody and go ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I, sorry, I, I wanted to let Brandon have some some time to talk about him. I feel like that That's I've fine. skipped Brandon a couple times on these, and and I feel kind of bad about it. Uh, all right, let, let's talk about the tactics card before we move on. Uh, it's called Bounty Hunters, and it's bad. Uh, it's a criminal syndicate reactive uh, tactics card. Uh, after deployment is complete, an allied Electra or allied Taskmaster may play this card. Mark the enemy character with the highest threat value with a bounty token. If the marked character is dazed or KO'd by the character uh, that played this card during its activation, the character that played this card immediately makes one action after the effect is resolved, and the bounty token is removed from the marked character. If there is a tie for the highest threat value... Choose one of the tied characters to receive the bounty token. What is what is the point of that? You get a free action, and there's that much business that you have to accomplish. Yeah, it's. I think it, this is cred. It's just like the Killmonger card, but instead of two VPs, you get to do a move or an attack or something. 
just it's also, one. It's action. also free. It is free. It is free, ex- except it's taking up a slot in your roster in, in your um, tactics card. It you have to take five. One of five tactics cards is this, and it's just a free a ta- uh, free action that you would get after KOing or dazing the biggest guy on their team. This is terrible. <laughs> like, like I now, think this, think about this it in the, a vacuum. Like if you're playing against like a really wide list, like the old Sam spam list where they all play, they just played a bunch of threes. Then you could just choose a week three, and get you a free action. But I do agree that you should probably just never play this card. Yeah, I mean you're right. Uh, like I think that this is something that Steven brought up also that uh, Taskmaster is good into guys his own size like into like a a wide list like a sam spam but this effect just is not good enough to justify the card it needs to be something more like maybe they get to take another complete turn like they just get another two actions this is uh this i mean it allows you to move back on a point this was i mean this is one of those fun cards you can play like at the tabletop if you're not if you don't want to play a bunch of like restricted cards and stuff like it is fun it's fun to be able to be like you get this bounty token and now i I, i'm targeting this character the rest of the game and it's yeah like it's i think it's like a funner card that you can like you can play with your friends at the tabletop like if you're just playing this game for fun like you shouldn't be playing cards like brace and patch up and disarm and stuff like that because those cards aren't super like they don't like, if you just want to play fun character cards, like, I think this is a fun character card, you should never put this in a tournament list, and you should probably never play this in a competitive setting. Right. It It, it is something that you will not play in a competitive game. <laughs> it's Shouldn't. just not worth it. Definitely uh, should. Okay. Let's move on to our grades here on Taskmaster, unless anyone else has something they want to talk about. I... I think that I am going to give Taskmaster a straight B. I think that he is a straight B of a character. Uh, he does work. Like, he, he, he seems like he could be very useful on the table. And he's only three points, so he's uh, very easy to pay for. I think that, that uh, Brandon and Steven raised some good points that he probably doesn't do. In, uh, like, he, he may be stuck on a back point for the entire game, but sometimes someone has to do that. Uh, so I'm giving him a B. Uh, Steven, since you have played him recently, what what are your thoughts on Taskmaster? What's your grade? It, his grade is a 78.6. A 78.6? So C+. Plus. Okay. C+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, I'm going numeric from now on. <laughs> oh god <laughs> that would be much but, easier to to calculate the average yes it would <laughs> I'm, I'm starting a trend so um yeah I, I i really just don't have enough time with them and i haven't figured out just just like you know when i played claw i thought he was terrible at first and then i played a little bit more and i found out that he does have a place, and that place is not, you know, playing him all the time. But into certain matchups, he's he does well. And 
you know, I'll test Taskmaster out some more. Maybe he does become uh, a better grade, in my opinion. But for right now, probably a C plus. You don't mind ha- having him, you know, but he might not be the first thing you reach for. He's in timelines, isn't he? Yes, he is, and he is in my uh, criminal syndicate spider foe list. Yeah. Okay, and Brad, what what are you going to give him? Uh, B minus. B minus. Okay, and Brandon, what what is your grade for Taskmaster? Uh, I'm on a C. I'm on a C plus as well. Okay, so we're uh, averaging B a B to C plus. <laughs> That is our take on Taskmaster. Now, Steven, I, I do want to know what your take on magic is. I I, I, I warned you ahead of time. Yes, what she is, did. What is your take going to be for magic? She she has garnered an 82.3 grade. A B minus? Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. I like the challenge that you're giving Fred because I feel like this is mind blowing him. <laughs> what? Now Brad's Brad's got the inside because he's a he's a teacher, right? So. Yeah, we don't give pluses and minuses though. Uh, Fred, what would an eighty two point six be? That's only point three away from his score. Uh, a B. Okay, what, that's uh, interesting. Is that incorrect? It's still a B minus. It's still a B minus. Okay. Listen, I don't. I didn't. It's been so long since I've been graded. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember all of the grading scale. You know why, Fred? Because you're an A plus in all of our hearts all the time. Oh. All right. That's enough of that. Well, Let's move on. Yeah. On, that's enough of that. <laughs> on that note, Brad. Do you have any comic book recommendations that feature Taskmaster? I do. So I love Taskmaster in the comics. I've liked him since I found out about him. He is what... How did you like movie adaptation? uh, I really like Taskmaster in the comics. And uh, that just wasn't Taskmaster. That character was fine. It just wasn't Taskmaster. So... uh, He's what some comics fans call a jobber. He's he's kind of just there, and he does his stuff. I think his power is really cool. Fred, do you know what his power is? Nope, no clue. No he, idea what his power is. Throw he, shield. Throw no, shield fast. There's a reason he can throw the shield fast, and it's because he saw Captain America do it. Okay. He, he can physically replicate any non-superpower physical ability he sees happen. So he can watch expert boxers and knows how to box. So he knows every martial art. He knows every, he knows boxing. He knows everything. It's, he has photogenic reflexes, Fred. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, he knows how to sword fight from watching expert sword fighters. And his main job in the Marvel Universe is to train henchmen. Uh, That's why he's Taskmaster. Yeah. So he's trained Hydra agents. He's trained AIM agents. He's trained S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. He's trained everybody. For a while, he was one of the teachers at a um, 
superhero school. Was it the X uh, no. Xavier School? No. Okay. It was the initiative. The Avengers initiative okay. where they were training people to become Avengers and then every state had its own Avenger. And West Virginia's was Valkyrie. Yeah, very good. That's why she's I remember. That's why she's on our videos. <laughs> we live in West Virginia and she was our superhero. I don't know why, but she was. It's okay. also a cool one. We could have got we could have got a lot worse. Yeah, we could have. Oh yeah, yeah, be yeah, worse. yeah. Valkyrie's fine. Um, yeah, Ohio got Howard the Duck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you know, we got, might we might lose a lot, but you know, I've got two series here. Um, it's Taskmaster Volume One in twenty oh two. And Taskmaster Volume 3 in 2020. Uh, I have not read Taskmaster Volume 2 for some reason. But <laughs> Taskmaster 2002 is Ken Soi Chong and Alvin Lee. And Taskmaster has been hired to infiltrate Stark Industries and sow chaos. This, of course, leads to a big fight with Iron Man. And we also get his origin story in this four-issue series. Uh, okay so that's i've got an important question before we move on Uh is he does he have a skull for a face no that's just a mask that's just a mask okay i believe now this might have changed recently but i believe they have never shown his actual face in the comics okay (laughs) Uh, but it is just a mask you like see him with the mask off from like the back of the head and stuff every once in a while, but I think that they have never shown his actual face. He's uh, a master chief. Sure. He's a master something. <laughs> Taskmaster 2020. This is by Jed McKay and Alessandro Vitti. And uh, the world thinks that Taskmaster has killed Maria Hill. Do you guys know Maria Hill? No idea. She's played by Robin Sparkles on the MCU movies. Nick uh, okay. Fury's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but he claims he's innocent. Nick Fury either believes him or is using this as a great opportunity to use Taskmaster to do his bidding. Because uh, Nick Fury's like that. And so he at each issue, he gives Taskmaster an impossible mission to uh, go get something, a MacGuffin, and he says that this will help clear his name. So, like, in the first <laughs> one, he has to break into uh, the Squadron Supreme, which is the Marvel version of the Justice League, has to break into their headquarters by imitating... Uh, Oh shoot! What's his name? Play play Clark Gregg on the in the movies. Agent Coulson. He has to imitate Agent Coulson's like walk and everything to break into this vault, and then he almost gets beat to death by Superman, Marvel Superman. Who's Marvel Superman? Uh, Hyperion. 
I've never heard of this character. Yeah, he's not. There's a couple. There, there's a couple of them actually, but yeah, you know, there, there is. Because Sentry is also kind of a Marvel Superman. So is Gladiator. Uh, he's supposed to be Superboy, which is I know splitting hairs. Yeah. Do you know? But uh, he's a. He's alien, so yeah. I mean, that's uh, why. Sorry. Fred, do you know Gladiator's real name? No. It's Cal Lark, as in a oh portmanteau of Kal-El and Clark. Clark Kent, yeah. Kalark. Okay. Kalark. Anyway, he almost gets beat to death. He has to break into like Wakanda and stuff. It's it. You really see him using his powers. It's pretty cool. Anyway, uh, he has to do this while he's being hunted by every police agency in the world. And also, Black Widow, who wants to kill him. Okay. So, it's it's a good When does she want to kill him? Because he killed uh, Maria Just- Hill. Did he actually kill Maria Hill, or what? well, that would be spoilers, wouldn't it? He claims okay. he's innocent. Okay. There's been one time in the comics that Taskmaster's face was revealed. Really? What was it in? Yeah, it was in Daredevil two ninety three in a hospital where he was like mostly bandaged and like bloodied up. So you only kind of saw his face. Yeah, you see a face, but like I guess they indicate in the comic that he's getting like he has to get like plastic surgery and stuff. So like that's not what his face will probably ever look like again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no one's seen his current face in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay. <laughs> An actual secret identity. Even from the readers. Even from the readers, yeah. I mean, well, except... it'll be something. It'll be something like um, in in another part. You know, he's actually Silver Sable's ex husband, the foreigner, or something like that. So uh, that's probably true. Hey, oh, <laughs> uh, Stephen, I forgot you're a big Silver, Silver Sable fan. That's correct. Uh, and I wanted to tell you, she has a new boyfriend. Do you know who it is? I have not kept up with her since her run ended so many years ago. So, no, I did uh, not know. The The current comic book she is showing up in is called Uncanny Spider-Man. And she is dating Uncanny Spider-Man. Do you know who? Un- okay. Do you know who Uncanny Spider-Man is? I have not kept up with this spread. No. Okay. Nightcrawler. Really? What is happening? <laughs> Nightcrawler went is he's trying to hide out because people think he killed a bunch of politicians uh, because he did. He was mind controlled though, and so he decided to be a Spider Man. Okay. How? Uh, no, no he's, he... is he is he in the U.S. at this time or is yeah he in he's Europe? in New York he's in New York. He's wearing a Spider-Man mm-hmm. costume that looks uh, a lot like Miles's, but he has a tail and he teleports, and no one re- figures out it's Nightcrawler, except the bad guys. Like, the normal people don't realize. 
the only reason I say this, Fred, is because um, Silver Sable is in control of a small country that is next door to the small country that Doctor Doom runs yeah, in Europe. That's right. You, uh, we went over this in the, the past. The bad guys have hired her and her mercenary company to capture him. So while she's on the clock, she is doing everything she can to capture him. And then when she clocks out, they like go on cute dates and stuff and sleep together. <laughs> I see. It's it's I a see. the series is very good. Um, I she like it she, a lot. she gets around. That's for sure. Yeah. So. Wow. Okay. Was that it for comic book recommendations? Yeah, that's it. I think we talked a lot about comic books today. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, we uh, threw in some little obscure characters too. So, yeah. <laughs> Brandon, uh, what is an affiliation where Taskmaster, Taskmaster can really shine? Um, I think he works good in like the Sam Spam list um, as Wait, well. I was no, going to use the can't... Defenders list. You can't pick that because he's affiliated. You have to pick one where he's not affiliated. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dormammu. Oh, he's going to be affiliated there, too. <laughs> hey, wait, so he's an Avenger? Yes. No, Fred. he's a rogue agent, Fred. <laughs> oh, 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 I see what he's doing. I see what's happening. I see what Brad, Brad is trolling him. I was going to say, there's no way he's an Avenger. <laughs> he's in S.H.I.E.L.D. He is in Shield and Criminal Syndicate and Hydra. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, barring those, Brandon, that we just mentioned, where would you think he would go as a rogue agent? Um, yeah, I, like I said, I think he's a decent addition into Sam Spam. Um, just where he's a three-point threat with all threes on defense, and uh, has a four, uh, the uh, shield throw. Uh, being able to kind of sit on back points, play wide, and just kind of do that. Um, any affiliation that really does that. He doesn't need power. Doesn't. A lot of stuff and leaderships aren't really going to help him a ton. Like, his triggers aren't, you know, crazy or anything. It's kind of odd. Um, and I, I think, think this I... is where he gets lost in the mix a lot is because he's not, like, a standout really anywhere. I think that his he he would if you were set on taking Taskmaster, he could do pretty well in the new Captain America's affiliation. Yeah, because you could all much more re frequently fish out that ricochet or or the bleed. I also think or he he would be good in um, Winter Guard. Ooh, because they have a they have a short list, so Rogue Agent matters a lot more. And yeah. him not getting pushed off of points helps make up for his lack of action compression. Okay. And more shield throws. Yeah. <laughs> him and, and Red Guardian. That all is right. a list I forget about all the time as Winter Guard. Me too. They're neat. I like them. I don't own either of those boxes, so I literally just forget about them all. Well, uh, the only thing that's left is for my non-sequitur recommendation. Uh, I'm going to recommend something. I So I, I've got nothing. 
here with this character. This I I just know so little about him, and he's just a guy with a skull face with, who chucks around a, a shield, as far as I understand. So uh, I'm just going to talk about a video game that I'm playing. I uh, played recently that I like. And that's the game Alan Wake Two. Uh, so this is the follow up to the I think it came out in 2008 game maybe a little bit later maybe 2010 uh game alan wake which was one of my favorite games of the year of that year it was a very like heady horror game with uh uh that featured an uh an author who goes to a twin Peaks style town and falls into a a a morass of of supernatural horror and this is the follow-up after 13 years off where uh, we finally get to see how the story resolves. And it's it's very good. It's a very well-made game. And it uh, it what's so refreshing about it, actually, is that it's incredibly weird for how high-profile of a game that it is. Like, it's a, a bizarre game in some respects. Uh, it, there's one part where... It is a prolonged rock sequence uh, musical where you're walking through a uh, a soundstage where a a uh, you're watching the main character do a dance and participate in a uh, a heavy metal band. It's it's a ton of fun. It's weird and a lot. It's a good game. Y'all should play it if you like supernatural horror uh, and weirdness. <laughs> I and have something in left field, if you like, that kind of relates to this character. Go for it. All right. There was a TV series that only went for one season, kind of like Firefly. Um, it is called John Doe. Uh, it was in 2002, and it is a science fiction drama. There is a gentleman who wakes up on an island. Uh, he is found by Filipino fishermen, and he... Start speaking to them in Telog, which is the Philippine language. He knows everything in the world except his name. So you know, he, he tests himself out and somebody at the library says, all right, do the binary code in ones and zeros for Windows uh, XP. And he does it. He knows the whole thing. The zeros and the ones, all the code. But he doesn't know his name. I I watched this show when I was oh, yeah. when I was I liked this show. This was a good show, um, uh, but I I think that we're coming to the end of the show now, and uh, it's been fun talking about Taskmaster. Everyone should go out there and and play some games with Taskmaster. He's he's worth he's worth having. He's worth having an extra rogue agent. Uh, thanks for t- coming, everybody, and goodbye. <laughs>